The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to day three of the Information Access and Bits uh, web accessibility sessions that we've been holding during the uh, convention this year. And we're really, really happy that many of you are actually here. We have quite a program to uh, go over today. And just to give everyone a, a sense of what we're going to be doing, we have about 58 minutes of content that we're going to run through. Uh, and then I'm going to give just a couple of things after that. And then we're going to open it up for questions. So we want to give at least a good 15 minutes of questions and let you guys ask any questions that you might have over the last three days of, of content. And we actually have gotten some emails that we'll run through as well during that 15 minute segment. But uh, that's the plan for today. So without further ado, I'm going to hand things over to our facilitator for the day, one of the members of the Information Access Committee and a friend to all of you, that being Larry Gasson. Larry, take Thank care you. Away, my friend. Thanks, Jeff. Excuse We're going to do sir. CE codes first, and then we'll get to all of the fun and excitement. So Jeanette, who is our host, why don't you give the beginning CE code? The opening CEU code will be repeated twice. I will say it slowly. Six, three, five, nine, five. Six, three, five, nine, five. And if you enjoyed that one, Hang on, because there'll be another one at the end. Uh, we have probably more questions and answers about this topic than most when it comes to assistive technology in terms of accessibility. Um, it, it's amazing, and we have some great people to help us with this today. Um, we have quite a few people who are here. Those presenting today will be people from Vispero, from the training department. Um, Rachel Buchanan, I don't see yet, but she may have gotten in while uh, the disclaimer was running. But also Elizabeth Whitaker is also here to talk about accessibility, to talk about ticks, ticks, tips, <laughs> tips and tricks and other things to help us along our way, whether you be brand new to accessibility or, or veterans to dealing with accessibility. It's been a long, been a long week, Larry. It has, <laughs> it's going to get longer. This is even before we take off for Schomburg. So uh, let's begin this. And, and by the way, and they know this because we've talked about this before, but it, Vespero has one of the most comprehensive training departments that I've ever seen in terms of videos in terms of other things up on the web to help you with regard to accessibility. If it's not up there, just wait. It will be eventually. It's terrific. So let's begin. I believe, Elizabeth, you were going to start, if I am correct, and please talk to us. All right. Thank you so much, Larry and Jeff. Thank you guys for having us today. This is definitely a topic we get a lot of questions about web accessibility and more so for us on the training team how do you access, how do you navigate websites? You know, number one, just in general, how do you navigate a website? How do you know what you're looking at? How do you know what you have there to work with? And number two, what do you do when you find elements that are challenging? 
Now, yesterday, Jeremiah Rogers from our sister company, TPGI, provided a great uh, presentation on some of the challenges that we face in, when navigating modern websites today. You know, there are all different types of elements, all different types of things that we see that we sometimes may not be really sure what's going on. Maybe it's not obvious what's happening on the screen. So today we're going to try to show you different ways of navigating some of those. And so I'm going to go ahead and share my screen. And you're going to hear JAWS as well. Desktop. All right, so I've got a document that I'm going to be working from here. I have several links. We're going to go to several different types of web pages today and navigate several different types of elements. Now, when I refer to elements, I'm talking about things like links, tables, edit boxes, the things that we interact with on a website. Now, when using JAWS, we typically do that in a number of ways. We can arrow around the website, read the information there. We can use what we call quick navigation keys, which are letters or you know, numbers that we use, uh, that we can press to navigate to something very quickly. For example, H takes us through the headings on a web page, T through the tables, B through the buttons, and so forth. So what I want to do today is show you some of these challenges, give you some tools that you can use to navigate them, and then we're going to show you our tutorial, our online tutorial for navigating the web with JAWS. So that if you're new to, to web navigation or you know whether you're new or if, if you just want to brush up on some of those skills, you'll know where to go to find that information. All right, so the first thing I want to talk about is what do you do when you're visiting a website for the first time? I'm going to navigate over here to an open site. Screen sharing meeting menu and dash cookout Google All right. PC menu visited link wrap menu and dash cookout. So this is a site called Cookout, and I'm on the menu page. We're going to be using this here in just a second. But let's say I've never been here before. This is the first time. I've ever accessed the site, how do I know how to get around it? How do I know how to look at the menu or how to place an order? Things like that. So websites are, are you know, web pages are usually pretty big. You can have a number of links, a number of headings or tables or, you know, different things, a lot of information on that site, and they're all laid out differently. As we know, all web pages can be different. And not only that, when things are updated, navigation can change. How we navigate can change. This doesn't happen necessarily too often, but it, it definitely can. So I'm going to show you a few things here about just navigating the page in general. I can use my down arrow key, and I can read a bit about this, but if I were to do that, I would press down arrow for quite a while to get through this page. So some of the tips that I like to give people are check for your quick navigation uh, items. Check for those elements, like press H, for example, for heading. Our guarantee heading level two. So I know there's one heading. Wrapping the top, our guarantee heading level two. And that's the only heading on this page. Now, I know that because I heard a sound here. Wrapping the top. Our and it said wrapping the top, so it took me back to the top. Uh, I could press T to see if there are any tables here. No tables. There are not. So again, using those quick nav keys, 
and we're going to get into the surfs up. We're going to show you that later. So that's one way, one place you can go to get some of those keyboard commands. The other thing you can do is press insert F1. So when a web page loads, and I don't know about you, but oftentimes I silence this information just because I'm, you know, I have a task that I'm trying to accomplish. But when a page loads, and I'll press F5 to refresh here. Menu and dash cookout. Menu and dash cookout. Two regions. One heading and 13 links. One smart glance highlights. Menu and menu. So we heard a bunch of information there. We heard how many links it has, how many smart glance highlights it has, which we're going to talk about smart glance here in just a little bit. If you're not familiar with that newer feature of JAWS, it told you how many headings. But it goes, it goes through that information pretty quickly. So I'm going to show you a keyboard command, which is insert F1. This page contains 13 with 13. All right. This is context-sensitive help. It brings up that information in the JAWS virtual viewer. So we can now read it with our arrow keys. This page contains 13 links. Okay, we have 13 links. One error. There are two regions. Two regions. One error. There is one heading. One heading. There is one form. One form. There are one smart glance highlights on this page. One error. H blank. And so it gives you all that information if you just want to read through that and kind of get an idea. Oh, I know I have links here. I can bring up a links list. Many Things like that. All right. So now that we've talked about exploring the page just a little bit. Many Let's get into some of these challenges that Jeremiah mentioned yesterday. I'm going to go over here to a document. Links for ACB I think this is actually HCB. the first page that we're going to use. Land, a graphical. Okay, yes. Land. All right, so I'm going to be working, you know, kind of navigating back and forth between this document and the, and the web page. All right, so the first challenge that I want to mention, the first thing that you don't see this well, I don't want to say you don't see it too often, but it may not be something that's always obvious because we have graphics on pages, right? We press G, we can get to different graphics. Some of them are buttons. Some of them are unlabeled, things like that. But how often do we find graphics in an area where we expect to have text? And maybe that text is inside the graphic, but we may not know that. Okay, so I'm here on this menu page. Menu and dash cookout. And it is a menu for a restaurant. So if I were to go here for the first time, I want to place an order. I want to look at the menu. I'm probably going to press the letter H just to see if we have a menu heading. Our guaranteed download nutrition fact. Wrapping the top. Our guaranteed. So we know that we only have one heading. So I know the menu information is not under that heading. Let's go back to the top with Control Home. Menu and dash cookout. I can press the letter T. Maybe it's in a table. I don't really know that I've seen any menus and tables, but... No tables. Okay, there's no tables. It could be a downloadable menu, but it's, it's this one isn't, but, you know, some of them are. There's also another command we can use, which is the letter N, as in November, to skip to the next block of text that's not a link. Find the cookout button. Heading level two are guaranteed. So that really didn't help us out either because we're just going down here toward the bottom. Copyright 2020. Okay, so now that I've tried several different things, I'm going to go to the top. Menu and dash cookout. And I'm just going to down arrow because I don't know what else to do, right? I, I've tried all the things that I can. So let's just down arrow, see what we have. Same page link, skip the banner. Visited link graphic logo code, find the cookout button, list of six items. Visited link menu, link shapes, link employment. So we know that we're in a list of items here. Link, link, load, link, con, list, end, banner, end, article, 
cookout menu graphic. Ah, so now I heard the words cookout menu graphic. Now, by the way, I could have used the JAWS Find Control F and typed in the word menu, but I just pressed down arrow here. Cookout menu graphic. And if I keep pressing down arrow, I get these graphics. Cookout menu graphic. Cookout menu graphic. Cookout menu graphic. Cookout menu graphic. Cookout cookout menu list of one. And there's several of them. So in this situation, I know we have graphics. And I know they say cookout menu, but I don't know what's in the graphics. Is there text here that we can work with? So let's go back up to the top one here. All right. Here we can use a couple of different JAWS features. One is called PictureSmart and one is called Convenient OCR. Let's start with PictureSmart. PictureSmart is a feature that will... When you activate the feature, it'll go out on the internet and search for a description of that picture. Now, you can do this with photos, you can do this with any, any images, and it'll come back with information that it thinks describes the picture. Now, sometimes, like for example, if it's a, a landmark, a famous landmark, or a famous, you know, maybe a historical public figure, someone like that, it will recognize the, the landmark or the person. But generally, that's, you know, that's not going to be the case. But what we're looking for here, we want to figure out what's in this graphic. So the way we activate PictureSmart, we're going to use, it's a layered command. So we're going to use a command layer. This is something that we've developed several years ago because we wanted to provide a way to easily activate these keyboard commands without making you press you know, several keys at once, hold several keys down at one time, and also gives us a way to kind of categorize. So if we have several commands related to PictureSmart, we can you know, enter the PictureSmart layer and then use those commands. So I'm gonna press insert space to enter the command layer and you're gonna hear a little click noise here. And I'm gonna press P for PictureSmart. Now, Picture smart. we're in the PictureSmart layer. If we wanted to find out what all commands are available here, we could press question mark and we get a list. If you want to find out what all layered commands are available, after pressing insert space, you can do a question mark there too. Okay, insert space, enters the command layer, P for picture smart, C as in Charlie is what we're going to use because this is a control. So we want to get an idea of what text, if there is any, or what information is in this control. Picture smart is in progress. To get missing image All right, so told us it was in progress. It went out there. It found something. Let's see what we have. To get missing. We're, we're here in the results viewer, by the way, the JAWS results viewer. Heading level two caption is text. Heading level three is text describe the photo. Poster text. Link more results. Okay, so that didn't really tell us much, but down here we have a more results link that's going to go out and, and use even more tools to search for possible descriptions here. Menu and dash cookout Google. All space. Article. Cookout menu graphic. Cookout menu cookout menu graphic. Let's see. Heading level four. This text appears in the photo. Pitch cookout. Okay. So this text appears in the photo. Cookout. Trays. Trays. Best combos in town. Out. Heading level three. These tags describe the photo. So now it gives us some tags that it thinks describe this photo. Poster text. Heading level three. These tags probably describe the photo. And now we, we're going to get tags that probably 
describe. Font rectangle. Heading level three. These tags possibly describe the photo. Advertising brand door. Like advertising. All right. So I'm going to press escape to get out of the virtual or the, the results viewer here. So that gave us a little bit of information, not a whole lot though, right? It didn't really tell us what we would be interacting with or, you know, any of that. So let's use convenient OCR. Now convenient OCR does not rely on the internet to, to work. Now OCR stands for optical character recognition. And if you're used to scanning text, you know, the scan and read tools out there, that's what we're doing. We're using OCR. So what's going to happen here is we're going to scan this control for any text it may contain because we want to know what we have here. And we could just use any of these graphics here. So this is also a layered command and we're going to use insert space followed by O and then we're going to use the letter C again. All right, so what it does here is it scans this control, this graphic. And then it puts the results in a viewer. It turns on the JAWS cursor. Now I have my JAWS cursor set to a different voice, so it's going to sound a little bit different here. Menu shapes oh, wow. Didn't realize it was that different. Menu shapes employment company Lockheed. FS. Cookout menu Elizabeth Whitaker. Cookout menu. Cookout so menu, cookout. again, we're not getting a whole lot of information, but we can we can kind of glean that we probably have some menu information here in these graphics. Virtual Let me turn PC. the PC cursor back on there. Virtual PC cursor. So you know, depending on what graphic you're going to scan here, you're going to get different information. Again, these are tools, and we're going to circle back around to convenient OCR. Many. But you're going to get different information, and you can use these tools. Sometimes you can use these tools to give you all the information you need. Sometimes you're just using these tools to find out what you have here. All right, let's go back to this document. We're going to go on to the next edit. challenge here. So let's talk about instructions that don't seem to match. And let me let me show you what I'm talking Lin, about. Lin, let's Lin, go to this website. Lin, HT, Amtrak tickets, Amtrak. All right, we're here on the Amtrak Main region. website. Now, sometimes you'll find situations where you may have some buttons or a list of buttons maybe. Well, I'm just using that as an example or links or things like that. And right in the middle of that, there will be another a different element maybe you have a list of buttons and in the middle of that you have a link well a lot of times what happens is it is a link jaws recognizes it as a link but it's made to look uh, like a button things like that Real. so i want to demonstrate that here and i'm going to tell you another scenario where you may find that i'm going to go to the main region here Con content information and primary navigation or navigation region so here we have a list. List of five items. It says there's five items, and if we go down here, we can navigate that list. Destinations toggle button as pop-up menu. Experience toggle button as pop-up menu. Deals toggle button as pop-up menu. So those are all buttons. Link schedules. Oh, there's a schedule. Guest rewards toggle button as pop-up menu. And that one is a button. So one of these is a link. Another place where you might see this is if you have a page where you have a previous and a next button, and you expect to have a cancel button, but that cancel button might not be a button. It, JAWS might be seeing that as a link. So if you're, for example, Am if you're pressing B Join button. to go through your buttons. Sign in button, search button, destinations toggle, experience toggle, but deals toggle button, guest rewards toggle button. You're not going to find schedules if you're looking for it. 
So what can you do in those situations? Well, you can explore your page. You can use your arrow keys. You can search for the word schedules. So I could press control F and I could type schedules here. Screen find. Oh, maybe I typed it wrong. Let's try that again. Did I make a mistake? Jaws find dialogue. Amtrak tickets, schedules, and train routes. All right, so that's the first instance of the word schedules. I'll press F3 to navigate, see if we have any others. Link schedules. And there it is. Now we could also pull up a list of links Am with insert F7. Links list dialogue. And we could press S a couple times here. Skip the navigation. Schedules. And there we could find it there. So I think what's really important here is if you're not finding some information that you expect to find or you you think it may not be showing in the way that you expect it to, then, you know, it's it's really time to uh, kind of, you know, try something different um, and navigate your page and explore. Links for AC. All right. HT. Another thing that we're going to talk about the field. Mismatched aria. is mismatch aria controls. So, Am um... Let's go to that schedules link. Links list skip schedules. Banner region primary navigation. All right, so Deals. oftentimes, and we, we see this a lot on a lot of different websites. You navigate, you're filling out a form, for example, you have a date to fill in. Let's see if we can find that here. From edit combo collected edit combo depart date edit required. Okay, depart date edit required. Okay, so if we press enter the part data that required. and we try to type something in here, I'll type in 7-1-2023. Well, this one worked. Um, edit combo collapsed. Edit combo collapsed. Type a date or use enter to open. Escape to close the calendar. Go. Page down for next month and page up for previous month. Read only edit. Okay, this one is another edit field. The first one worked. We could verify that we actually typed some information. But with this one, we heard it say read only edit. Now we know that's not supposed to be a read only edit because we're supposed to type here. Type a date or so if we type here, I'm gonna type the same thing. I'm trying to review it, I'm not getting anything here. Type a date or use enter. So again, this isn't working as expected. Now it did tell me I could press enter. Seven columns and seven rows, eight. And it told me I could navigate here and select. Seven columns and seven rows. Close button. Button. So when you know when that happens, we know something is opened up here. I can turn off forms mode by pressing the plus on the number pad or the number on the numpad or escape. Close button, unbutton, unlabel three button. So here we have some buttons we don't really know. Let's explore. Find schedules button on the content and for close but grid end. So the close button is at the bottom of this. It said grid end. Saturday, August fifth, twenty twenty three. Saturday, August fifth, twenty twenty three. Clickable. These are clickable. We could, you know, space to click one, and then we could go to the done button. So again, sometimes you will see things that you don't expect. Um, another thing that I do want to mention, I'm not going to demonstrate, but I do want to mention too, is sometimes when you are looking for something on a page, it may show up in different ways. For example, a lot of shopping sites, you know, you go to a product page, you add something to a cart, sometimes it calls it a bag or a basket, but when you're on the main page, it might be called a cart. Sometimes when you're on the main page, you don't even see the words cart, bag, or basket. So in those situations, one thing you can look for is the number of items that are in the bag. 
or your cart. Now, you know, sometimes I don't remember if I've added three or four, maybe two things to my cart. So sometimes you have to arrow around the page to look for those things. And again, you know, that's just one of those things that sometimes we do have to arrow around the page. Even though it takes more time, sometimes we have to do that in order to figure out what's going on. And All right. Let's go to our next thing here. Link, link, HTTP, link, link, hidden art, link, link, one, link, slash, link, one, M. Okay, our next Birkdale, link. Birkdale, Birkdale, large. Okay, this is for another restaurant no here. Links, Birkdale, Birkdale. Now, what happens when you go to a page and you wait? Birthday, birthday. And you arrow. Birthday, and that's all you get. All right. Sometimes the first thing I think is, well, maybe the page isn't loaded. So you can hit F5 to refresh. Now you notice there, we didn't get the information that we're accustomed to seeing, or hearing rather, on a page. We got no links. Not only do we have no links, we seem to have no content here, but we know there has to be something. Now, another thing you can try is to refresh the, there's a JAWS refresh uh, command here, which is insert or JAWS key escape. All right, let's arrow. And that didn't do anything either. Let's go back to this context sensitive help of uh, insert or JAWS key F1. There are no links on this page, one errors. HTTPS slash slash order. And that's what we get. So what is happening here is there is content. However, we're not getting that information because it has been coded in such a way that it's hidden from JAWS. So it's, it's visible. It's there. Another way you can determine that is to turn your virtual PC cursor off with insert Z Zulu. Off. And then if you tab. Restaurant logo link. Oh, we have links. Pick up ASAP 20, 25 minutes from one. Your order add items to start your order. Check. All right. So we have links here. We know there are things here. Let's turn our virtual PC cursor back on with insert Z. That's a toggle. I use the same command to turn it off as you do to turn it on. On. Birkdale, Birkdale. All right. So this is another one of those situations where we know there's content here. We're going to use convenient OCR. We're going to use insert space O for OCR. OCR. Now, instead of C, because we don't want to, we're not scanning a control here. We want the whole window. I'm going to press W. JAWS. Okay, it said JAWS. It turned on the JAWS cursor. Popular items, two side choices. Sorry about that. I really thought I had changed that voice. I don't know what I did. Required star. Please select two. Wings. $15 rate Campbell. So, again, we can just navigate through here and we can read this information. I'm, I'm not a wing. I'm Ray Campbell, but I'm not a wing. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> so, um, and then we can press the plus key on the numpad when we're finished. So, again, that tells us what we have here on this page. We're just not able to access it in the traditional way that we would expect. All right. Let's go back over here and now I want to show you something else. Let's talk about um, before we go on to tables and things like that. I do want to show you we talked about scheduling and uh, a lot of times we have calendars right that pop up. Different websites have different ways of using those. So I'm going to go to orbits.com here. There's a good example. 
of how to navigate. Orbits, Orbits hotel deals, flights, cheap vacations, and rental. All right, Orbits. so I'm going to use the letter F to navigate through form fields. I am looking for the flights tab here. Skip the main content, more travel button, collapse, Espanol button, sign in button, stays tabs, flights tab. Okay, I'm going to press enter. Flights now we tab. heard uh, forms mode uh, turn on. I'm going to turn that off with escape here. Virtual flights tab selected. But it did tell us that flights is selected. So let's keep pressing F and go down here. I want to show you what happens when you try to pick dates here. Cars tab, packages tab, things to do tab, cruises tab. Change or cancel a trip button. Use a credit or coupon. Track your refund button. Destination deals. But top hotel. Be top hotel. Top vacation. Top flight destination. I am going to actually refresh this page with insert escape. Orbit. Skip more. Stay flight. Car packet. Things. Cruises. Round trip. One way tab. Okay. So what happened was it selected it, but I needed to refresh this buffer here with insert escape in order to be able to view all the information. So here. Round trip tab use JAWS key plus ALT plus M to move the control element selected. Now you'll hear that sometimes, uh, you know, that keyboard command that it's giving you there will take you to a different, you know, different element there, but that's okay because we are where we need to be. This is for round trip. One way tab. One way. Multi-city tab. Multi-city. Economy button, leaving from button collapse. So all of these are buttons. These are kind of very unique controls because if we open this with spacebar, it said it's collapsed. Expanded. Orbits hotel D search by city or airport. So if I down arrow. Swap origin and desert edit. Actually, no, I was already on it. Okay. So if I press enter here. Leaving from edit. It says leaving from, I can type an airport code or a city. I'm going to go ahead and type an airport C code. C, M apostrophe, four results are available. So it told me there are four results available. That tells me that I can down arrow. Columbus CMH John Glenn Columbus in. And that's what I want, so I press enter. You have entered into input text field, please. All right, so I press escape to get out of this. Virtual. I could do the same for the returning, or for the, uh, Skip not the returning, but. More travel, no edit box, but sign in. That took me to the top of the page. I'm going to see if B will work here. Economy, but leaving yes. from Columbus. Oh, United States of them, swap origin and destiny, going to button collapse. I could do the same for going to, um, and, and the reason I'm showing you this page is I wanted to show you some different controls, but I also wanted to show you the value of really listening to what JAWS is saying, because oftentimes, and, and I'm speaking for myself here, I, I do this, oftentimes I anticipate what I think I should be hearing, and in doing that, I might accidentally tune out something that was very valuable that I didn't notice. Um, so just sometimes if you're navigating and you're not getting the expected results, go back and listen to what's being said and maybe some instructions that you're given. Okay, so the, what I wanted to show you here was the scheduling aspect of it. Dates July 8th, 2023 through July 9th, 2023 button. So this gave us a date range. Now, I don't want to stay, you know, uh, let me go ahead and enter a... Going swap origin and destination, going to expanded, main search edit. Going I'm going to enter the uh, Dallas. D-S-A-D. If I can type it right. D-A-L-L. Okay, let's see if it gave us... Dallas DFW all airports. There we go. So I'm going to choose it by pressing enter. You have entered into... And hit escape. Virtual. And... Skip the main... Oh, it takes me back to the top, so that's that's fine. Um, More travel. Espanol bus sign and economy leaving from Columbus origin and going to Dallas. TX in dates July 8th, 2023 through July 9th, 2023. But all right, so I'm using my letter B, by the way, to, to get to these... So now we have the dates. I'm going to press enter. Main region, SAT, July. And what it did here. Dates July 8th, 
2023 through July 9th, 2023. But now, I don't necessarily want to go on July 8th, but I, sh I sure want to stay more than one day. So Sat, July date selected. But son, Sat, I'm actually going to, you don't have to do this, but I kind of want to turn, for me anyway, for navigating this, I'm going to turn the virtual PC cursor off with insert Z. Off. Sun, July. And I'm going to tab to the date that I want. Sat, July selected. Previous month button. Said previous month. Next month button. Sunday, July 1, July 2, Monday, July 3, 2023. Now, you, again, you don't have to do it this way. You can turn the virtual PC cursor on. On, column 2, row 3. And you're in a table. July 5, July 6, July 7, July, July, July 10. Now, I want to enter on July 10th, and I do have the virtual PC cursor turned on. But you can do it either way. July 9, 2023. Jol, Jol 10, 2023 selected, current check-in date button. All right, so that gave me some good information right there. That's my current check-in date. Now, for this particular site, what I need to do, I want to make sure I can choose a check-out, you know, check-out date or date to come home. So let's go back to the top. Wrapping the bottom. That wasn't Monday, Sunday. how I should do it, apparently. Oh, okay, so I press Shift-T to go back to the top of the table because I know this is a table. Heading level 2, August 2023. Table end. Jol and it took me to the next table. All right. Um, however... I can use page up, and there are a number of ways to get through these, but let's let's get to what I want to show you, though. Saturday, Friday, Thursday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Monday, Sunday, table with seven. So this is one of those calendar tables that you have with the dates, with the days of the week listed first, and then all of the uh, the days of the week are on in one area, and then all of the you know the corresponding days uh, numbers, you know. Heading level 2, July 20, next month button, previous month button, mon, jol 10, 2, jol 11, date selected, but mon, jol 10, selected, close the date picker or proceed to change the selected date button, 2, mon, jol, dates July 10, 2023 through July 11, 2023 button. Alright, so I'm looking for, there's a done button here, and I'm going to use the find command to do that. Done save changes and close the date picker, but mon, jol 10, done save changes and close the date picker, orbits open. Orbit All right, let's see what I've done here. Mort Espanol, sign and but economy, believing from swap origin, going to Dallas, dates July 10th, 2023 through July 11th. All right, I still want to change July 11th. Travelers. So I'm going to open it back up again. Jol Mon, Jol Revenect, head table with 7th, Jol 18, Jol 16. And I'm going to find July 10th. Jol 12, Jol 10, 2023 selected, current check and date button. Jol 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 14. Column 6, Jol 14, 2023 selected, current check-in date. So if I change in here, that's going to be my current check-in date. This was one of the things that's really confusing when you're trying to navigate here. Um, right, Jol, end date, date, and so I'm going to turn that virtual PC cursor off again, because I think sometimes these tables can be a bit confusing. So I'm going to shift tab. Thursday, Wednesday, Monday, Sunday, Saturday, Friday, Wednesday, Monday, Sunday. And Jol what it's doing is it's going to tell me the date here and the de corresponding number. Jol next month but previous Friday Jol 14 selected close the date picker or proceed to change end date dates selected button All right now we got to what we needed end dates Edit the checkout date in the tables below All right now we can find the checkout date that we want Tuesday. So I'm going to tab through here Wednesday Jol 5 I'm going to go to like the 16th I think here Thursday Jol 13 Sunday, Jol 16, Jol 16, 2023 selected, current checkout date. All right, so now I've set the check-in date, the checkout date. I'm going to shift tab all the way back up here to close that picker. Tuesday, Monday, Sunday, Jol, next month, but previous, Friday, Jol 14 to Sun, Jol 16 selected, close the date picker or proceed to change the selected dates button. Dates July. And I press enter there. 
on. Turn my virtual PC cursor back on. Going to dates July 14th, 2023 through July 16th, 2023. All right. So I know that was a lot of tabbing, a lot of moving around, and it's it can be really confusing. You may have other ways that you prefer to navigate through something like that, but I just wanted to show you that it is possible. It just means that sometimes you have to alter the way you do it. You may want to navigate through those tables using your virtual PC cursor, and that's fine. Or you may want to try turning the virtual PC cursor off with insert Z and using the tab key to make sure that you hear what you think you should be hearing. Virtual PC. Okay. Now we're going to move on talking about tables. Let's go to this other website here, a financial website. Vanguard Mutual Fund. Vanguard Mutual Fund Profile Vanguard. All right. Vanguard S&P 500. All right, I'm here on this Vanguard, Vanguard, S&P 500 ETF Vanguard page. So when we think about tables, you know, tables can be pretty small. They can only have a couple of columns or just a handful of rows, or they can be pretty large and pretty involved. What you'll see sometimes is a table that does not have the column and, and head, the column and row headings uh, defined properly there. Fortunately, we have a few different ways or a couple different ways to navigate those tables and to be able to read them as we would expect. Because, you know, if I'm, I'm going to navigate to a table with letter T. Two columns and seven rows. Column one. Now you heard it say two columns and seven rows. If you down arrow through this, if you're just down arrowing. Food.iv. Qsup. 9229083. Management style. Index. Asset class. Domestic stock general. Category. Large blend, inception date. So navigating through this information and understanding how it is laid out and what you are meant to glean from it can be very confusing if you're just using your arrow keys. And if they're not, you know, if a table's not coded properly, it's it's even more confusing. So here's what we can do. Let's go back to the top of the table. Wrapping the bottom, five, wrapping the top, two columns and seven rows. We can, now you heard Jaws say how many columns and rows it has. So you can use your, you can hold down Alt and Control and use your right and left arrow to navigate by column, up and down arrows to navigate by uh, row. Vu.iv, column. I have ticker symbol button, column so one. So that's column one. Vu.iv, column two. I have ticker okay. symbol button, So again, one. now we can just use our down arrow here. Use of row two. Management style, row three. Asset class, row and four. And we can get that information if now we want to see what's you know, corresponds to management class. We can hit right arrow to go to the next column. IV, domestic stock general, column two. All right. So you're going to see things with the tables. You're going to see a number of things with tables. Now, if you do not want to hold down Alt and Control when you're using your arrow keys here in the table, you can use the table layer. So we're going to use our insert space to go back to our layer command here. And then we're going to press T. Table. All right, so table. Now, that means that we don't have to hold down Alt and Control. We can use our up and down arrows to navigate for rows and right and left for columns. Management style. Row, QSUP, row 2. I have ticker symbol button. Row 1. Vu.iv, column 2. QSUP, 9229083636, row 2. So you hear it announcing those things. And what I like about this is that if we want to go to the next table, we can do that with pressing the letter T again. Nine columns and four rows. Now we have another table. It did not exit the table layer. Vu market price. Vu nav. Benchmark one. 
And so we can keep navigating through those tables. Now, you exit the table layer either by just pressing escape or when you exit a table, if you navigate away from a table. I'm going to hit escape. All right. Pardon me, Elizabeth. Yes. I believe Larry would like to say something. Absolutely. No, I would not. My hand was accidentally raised. Oh. Go ahead. My apologies. I'm good. That's okay. All right. So if you wanted to, I know I'm throwing a lot of commands at you here. So I want to show you, I want to take a moment here and just show you a very valuable feature and keyboard command. We're also going to use the layer uh, command layer for this too, which is the JAWS command search. So if we press insert space, followed by J. Search for JAWS commands dialog. Search for. All search right. For edit. I'm going to type in the word table. Talk to JAWS. No results. I'm going to spell it correctly, though. There we go. All right. Now, I'm going to turn off the forms mode here, and I'm going to down arrow. Heading level three, link table layer help. Insert plus space, T, shift plus slash. Ah, so table layer help. If you want to know the commands within the table layer, you press insert space, followed by the letter T, as in tango, for tables, and then that question mark, which is shift and slash. So here, when you're in the JAWS command search, you can navigate the results by pressing the letter H. You can also just down arrow here. Speaks a help message describing available commands in the table layer. Heading level three link. But you notice here it said heading level three link, and it gives you that keyboard command. So that means you can also enter on this to execute that command. But if I wanted to find out what other table commands are were here, I could press H because these are all listed under headings. Exit table layer, insert plus space, T, escape heading level three link. Jump to table cell, control plus windows plus J, heading level three link. So here we get a bunch of different commands. Move the next table, T, T, heading level three link. Move the prior table, shift plus T, wrapping the top. And there we go. So once we find the command we're looking for, we can hit escape. Move and And we're back here on this page with all of those different tables. And keep in mind, you may see all different types of tables on one page as well. So, all right. Our last thing that we're going to talk about here. We're going to talk about either missing or inconsistent use of headings. Another page here, too. Ah, so we just, I, I silenced it. But we just heard an alert. We're going to talk about that here in just a, a couple minutes. I want to show you. This is a kind of a bonus for today. It gives me an opportunity to show you how something works here. So here we have legal Uber. a legal page for Uber and it's their terms and conditions and things like that. Now, we talked about ways that we explore a page and I think headings are among one of the, you know, at least one of the best ways to do that because a lot of websites are developed with headings. Now, I want to explain briefly the difference here between making text look like a heading and actually using the heading tag. So when we navigate and we hear the words heading level one, heading level two, heading level three, those are specific heading tags. Those are headings that are formatted in a specific way. A heading level one is typically used for a page title. Um, or a title of some sort. So, you know, it's probably going to be bold and maybe bigger, you know, in font size and things like that. Heading level two is typically a topic, you know, topics under the title heading. Heading level three might be subtopics underneath those topics and so forth. 
And we navigate these. We really do rely on these these a lot. We navigate these by pressing H. U.S. one contractual relationship two arbitration agreement heading level three. We navigate these by bringing up a list of headings with insert uh, F six. Heading list dialog. And we can arrow through them. Two arbitration agreement three three. The services three. Now you notice it's saying the services, it's saying three. It's telling you what type of heading level it is, which is in this case heading level three. And we could press enter and it would take us to that place on the page. Alert. Um, Legal. And then we can also use the numbers on the number row here. So if we know we want to go to a heading level two specifically, we can just hit number two. Use.s. Terms of use heading level one. No more headings at level two in section. Now, I think we what happened there is it grabbed. Let's try that again. Use.s. Terms of use heading level one. Return to legal up heading level two. All right. So um, we we did actually go to heading level two. No more headings at level three. In now, if you're at the bottom of the page, it's not going to wrap around. But I go back to the top, and if I hit three. Use.s. Terms of use heading level one. One. Contractual relationship termination and modification heading level three. Two arbitration agreement heading level three. So those are the ways we navigate headings. H to navigate forward through them. Shift plus H to go backward. Uh, insert F6 or JAWS key F6 to bring up a list of headings and then enter to select one, and it takes us to that place on the page, and then the numbers on the number row. Sometimes headings are also associated with links, but um, you know, so just keep that in mind as well. Sometimes, however, what happens is we have text that should be coded as a heading, but it's not. Now, I want to show you, and sometimes this is really easy to miss. All right, I'm going to press the letter H here. Use.s, terms of use heading level one. Let's go to the next one. One, contractual relationship termination and modification heading level three. Now, notice there it said contractual relationship termination and modification. Those are three different things but if I press H again Two. arbitration agreement heading level three I don't hear any of those right all right so let's go back up shift H one contractual relationship termination and modification heading level three so here I would want to read the text in addition to these terms of without limitation and I'm just going to down arrow until I hear the word I'm looking for here link privacy notice which describes link generate link community semicolon link referral policy and Uber's other app link accessibility pan Link U.S. as well as the link at mobile which we refer to collectively. We state sentence if you use the state constitute by accessing your services determination. Ah, I heard the word termination. Now, the first thing I would do there is make sure that that was not a part of the previous sentence. Period. Territory. Period. Termination. And it's not. I can check the font of that to see if that text is, you know, bigger. If it's bold or anything like that, I can press insert F as in font. Remove text 12 point. And you can actually hold down and you know insert or JAWS key F. You can hold that insert down and press F twice quickly if you want to virtualize that information and have it come up in the virtual viewer. So now I know I could find the termination. Service termination information here. Uber and its sole discretion may immediately terminate these the services or any portion. But I'm also looking for modification because I know I heard that as something that was going to be discussed in this section modification and there it is so that's an example of text and, and again these are hard to find i i when i came here i thought well where you know where are the headings that you know, should be headings that aren't and then i had you know but sometimes you just don't recognize those things and sometimes it can they can be a little buried but if you if you pay attention to what jaws is saying here which in this case was one 
contractual relationship, termination, and modification. Listing all three of those things, then you know you could find them. A couple of other things that you can do is you can use the find command, control F, and search for the word termination. Um, you know, there are, there are keyboard commands that will allow you to skip past a certain element. So, for example, you know, if you wanted to see if um, there was some text at the end of a list, um, you know, you could do that. And, and again, we can use our JAWS search here and search for, search for the word search for edit. element. Select current element, virtual, and select step the end of element, alt plus windows plus n. So it tells us alt windows n, we'll do that. Alert. All right, so another thing is our smart glance feature. Sometimes you'll have text that is, that is, has been developed in such a way that the, the, per, the developer calls attention to it visually, but it's not coded as a heading. I'm just going to touch on this very briefly. So you might see this on web pages are things that the developer wants you to know, but we don't get that information by pressing H. And you can press the letter Y. Select jurisdiction. And you can navigate through your glance highlights that way. We call those, that's a smart glance feature. United States, select language, English. And so there's a lot of information here that, you know, if we, if we use that font command again, insert F. You remove text 12 point. One covered disputes except underline you remove text. Now that said point. underline. So we know that attention was called to that information by underlining it. So again, smart glance Y and shift Y. And you can get to your smart glance settings in the JAWS setting center by pressing insert or JAWS key six on the number row and then typing, I like to type glance into the search box and it will give you those settings for smart glance. All right, the other thing really quickly I want to show you here, I'm going to press F5 to see if it'll give me this message again. Uh, that's going to refresh the page. Legal you alert. This website uses third-party advertising cookies to serve irrelevant ads. You may opt out from these third-party ad cookies by clicking the opt-out button below. If you have an Uber account, you may opt out of the sailor sharing of your data. Here, period. Opt out. Got it. Who region? All right, Legal. so it gave us some information there. Now, I don't know where that is on this page, but I'm going to go to the bottom of the page with control end. Got it button. And there it is. So not always at the you're not always going to find it by navigating to the bottom of the screen, but you can also you know, use the letter N once again to navigate to the first block of text. It's not a link. You can do a number of things there. But here, opt out button. I can choose that opt out button. You've successfully opted out. Okay. Link here. Opt out button. Got it button. Got it button. All right. Got it button. Opt out. And it didn't go away. But Legal. um, I can activate those buttons. So I just wanted to show you what happens sometimes when you hear the word alert and you're not really sure what it's telling you. Um, sometimes you can hit F6. It depends on if it's, you know, if something pops up, like do you want to save your password, things like that. But if F6 is just navigating you back around, you know, to the menu bar or back around to your web page, to your list of open tabs and things like that, you can actually just try to find that page in a modal or something like that. There's Got it. probably a close button here. Or maybe not. So, Link here. Button below. If this website uses third part, main region and link visit terms and so there you go. You can you just have to explore the page sometimes to see what you have. All right, with that, that finishes up all of the demonstration of the elements. Um, and I'm going to turn it over to Rachel. Do we have Rachel here? 
We do. Awesome. Can you hear me? Great. Yes. All right. I'm going to stop sharing my screen. I'm going to turn it over to you to talk about Surf's Up. Excellent. I'm going to share my screen. Surf's Up. Surfing the internet with Jaws-Google Chrome. Surf All right. Before we actually go on to Surf's Up, let's just talk for a minute about training. That was an excellent demo. And I'm sure that most of you realize that Liz is an advanced Jaws user, whether you realize it today or long before today. But I want to reiterate some things that Larry mentioned in the introduction, specifically about Vespero's training program and the way that, you know, you too can reach JAWS Jedi status. And that is that Liz used mostly basic JAWS commands for navigating the web throughout that entire demo. And for the commands she didn't use, we'll talk about those too in just a moment. So if Liz and I, or even Liz, were to write a book on navigating the web, I'm pretty sure she would include our Surf's Up module, which is on our training page. And as Larry mentioned, we do have an extensive training page for JAWS, ZoomText, and Fusion. All of our training is 100% free, and we've had a team dedicated to creating this training since 2018. So there you will definitely find our Surf's Up module off linked off of the primary page. The URL is freedomscientific.com forward slash training. And Surf's Up is a module completely dedicated to the, I would say, fundamental skills of web navigation. So even if you're starting at the very beginning, we cover uh, many of the topics that Liz talked about today, but in addition, you know, things as basic as terminology when you're browsing the webs and also interacting with different web elements. There's also a, a page that includes tables. I am going to use JAWS now to show you a little bit of our Surf's Up page. Surf's Up, surfing the internet with JAWS-Google Chrome. Surf's Up, surfing the internet. I have this open in Google Chrome, although... On our Surf's Up page, we do have several different tutorials on different web browsers. So whether you're using Edge or Chrome, we have a few different things here. I'm going to use headings. Surfing the internet with JAWS, heading level one. A friendly shark rides the waves on a surfboard. Oh, there's our alt text. I'm going to continue down. Surf's Up. Getting started with Surf's Up heading level two. You can use Surf's Up these browsers. Heading level three, install and launch Google Chrome. So step-by-step -step instructions on how to install and launch Google Chrome, as well as Edge. If you would like list of three, one, from two, press B to move to the download Chrome button and press enter. Link. Let's look at our links available on this page. Firefox, Edge download page, 27. Transitioning to Edge Chromium. Surf's up zip file download. Next, Alt plus N. If we move up to the top of the page, we can see Home. several to of the different element or the different different lessons. W, web page elements, tips for transitioning to navigating web pages, five, temporary versus permanent changes. Six, so all of those different aspects that Liz covered in her different tutorials where she was working, doing workarounds for these different pages, she was using all of these basic skills, using her navigation skills. And one of the things she mentioned is that, you know, you, know, you will run into pages that are inaccessible and you will have these tools in your tool, toolbox, but sometimes you may have to do it a different way than you're used to. So in other words, it still is um, accessible to you, but you're your normal route of doing things may not work. So there may be several different ways to try out and do things. And Surf's Up is one of those places where you can slowly work through this content and teach yourself the fundamentals of web navigation so that when you encounter something that may be inaccessible, but it may just be something that needs to be navigated in a slightly different way, you have multiple strategies in your toolbox to um, go at that problem and problem solve. 
because just to reiterate, reiterate again, Liz is using really basic fundamental web navigation skills mostly to problem solve these issues and to get around in some of these, to interact with some of these web elements that are a little trickier. Now, let's say you do need to find a keyboard command and it's one that you don't often use. Just a reminder, you should always go back to JAWS command search, which is insert space followed by J space. Just web velocity seven of That was good. Hold on. Screen sharing meeting controls. Let's put our focus in the right place. Task switching. Surf's up. Surf. Now space. Introduction to browsing the web dash introduction. Space. Search for just commands dialog. Search for colon. Search for colon edit. And so this is a great place. If you have forgotten any of those commands that you don't use quite as often, you can search by keyword and Let's just type in the word web. No word list has been created to create the word space. W-E-B, do flexible web dialogue. And then you can tab down and arrow through the results and become accustomed to some of the more advanced web commands that you may not use as often. So that is just a little bit about how you can sharpen up your web skills and learn how to problem solve out of these situations in future as you brush up your skills. Now let's move to a different topic altogether. We're going to talk for a moment. I'm going to change what everyone is seeing on my screen. Introduction to browsing the web dash Google screen sharing meeting controls. JAWS inspect colon TPGI's JAWS compatibility testing tool alert. All right. So the Sparrow is an umbrella that covers several different brands and our sister company TPGI does a lot of business to business accessibility consulting. So in other words, they are ensuring that people's web pages and storefronts are accessible to screen reader users, or that's their goal, to work with businesses all around the United States and the world to improve accessibility. And one of the ways TPGI does this is through a tool that they created and maintain called JAWS Inspect. And JAWS Inspect is a tool that um, web designers or web page developers can use to ensure that their site has optimal JAWS compatibility. And it also informs you of accessibility elements that may not be compatible. So what rather than having to hire, you know, a private tester who uses a screen reader or figure out how to use a really advanced tool like JAWS to test your website and to make sure everything's accessible and compliant. JAWS Inspect allows designers and developers to scan their pages and get printouts of what JAWS would actually speak. So they're able to go through the text much faster and ensure that all of their web elements meet accessibility standards are completely operable for people who use JAWS and um, WCAG accessible. So let's watch a short YouTube video. It's just about one minute and 16 seconds long, and it's going to give a quick overview and tell you a little bit more about JAWS Inspect. And again, this is a tool that is often used by businesses, not usually users, to test a web page's accessibility. On. Off. K. 
New technologies have dramatically changed the lives of millions of people with visual disabilities. JAWS Screen Reader empowers users by converting websites and software into speech, opening access to communication, employment, and entertainment. But how do you ensure that your website is compatible with JAWS? There may be barriers on your site that prevent users from accessing the content, barriers you may not be aware of if you're unfamiliar with assistive technologies. JAWS Inspect simplifies and streamlines JAWS compatibility testing. It provides only the essential tools you need to achieve the best possible experience for your users. JAWS Inspect generates text output of JAWS speech. No need to learn JAWS or get familiar with shortcut keys. Run reports from one simple menu. You can inspect the whole page at once or just parts of the page. No JAWS speech to distract you, just text output you can analyze and distribute. Easily communicate JAWS text output across your organization and compliant systems. JAWS Inspect. Efficiency made simple. Learn more about analyzing the compatibility of your website. Contact us today at tpgi.com. Okay. All right. And just a couple more items about JAWS Inspect. Since as of the most recent WebAIM survey, JAWS is the most widely used screen reader. You can see why JAWS Inspect would be something that a business would want to take into consideration at the beginning of their design. It encourages accessibility all around and things like universal design. So this is a tool that, like I said, is a little out of context to what I talked about before, which surfs up is a tool for users that will improve your web skills. JAWS Inspect is a tool for businesses to improve the accessibility of their web pages and storefronts. And with that, that's my piece for today. I'm going to hand it over to Jeff and stop sharing my screen. All right. I have a couple of just minor things to talk about here, and then we're going to open it up for questions. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you, uh, Liz, so much for your presentations today. They were just amazingly great. And we're going to have to have you back and dive even deeper into some of these topics. Uh, first of all, we've we've covered, you know, JAWS Inspect. We we've talked a lot about screen reader techniques. We've talked a lot about accessibility insights and the impact on the legal and advocacy frameworks that we that we're utilizing to combat web accessibility. And there's so many other tools that are that are available, both uh, that are cost based, meaning that you know would require you to purchase them, as well as those that are free. Uh, I'm going to give you one other tool that might be useful to you, and that is the WAVE uh, tool, which is found at wave.webaim.org. And no need to write all of this down. We're going to give you something else here in just a minute. Um, that's a that's a really, really great tool. And I think in, in for, for those of you that are just doing basic you know, checking of uh, web accessibility and wanting to give information to specific vendors, uh, I think you're going to be well set up for success by utilizing accessibility insights and uh, as your primary tool as it's very very accessible and then as a secondary tool if you wish um, the wave uh, website again the the beauty of accessibility insights is that you can generate a report and actually export that report and send it off to a company or specific website owner that you're working with the Information Access Committee has set up an email list. And I would encourage those of you who are interested in learning more and wanting to engage with accessibility experts and web accessibility experts, 
and just starting up conversations that you know might seem useful to you, for you to join that list. You can do that by sending an email to web-access plus subscribe at acblists.org. That's web-access plus subscribe at acblists.org. And uh, if you do that, you'll join the list and then you can engage with a number of us. There'll be more being added over time. In the next week or during convention, we'll be posting uh, a series of um, you know, links and resources for your benefit, and they'll be posted to that list. So if you're interested in learning more and wanting to actually get access to that information, then join us on that email list. So that's what I have. Larry, I'll turn things over to you, and maybe we can open it up for questions. Sandy, you okay. should be able to talk now. Yes, I have a question. I use Firefox as my default browser, and I have no real problem going through web pages when I use JAWS 2020 or JAWS 2021. But when I try using JAWS 2023, it misses buttons, it misses text and tables, and it's a real mess, and I have to revert to the earlier JAWS. Can something be done about that? Um, I'm going to hand that over. Yeah, hand that over to you guys. So, so. are you using the most up-to-date version of Firefox? I think I am, and I want to stay with it because I have it set up so I can read Newsline very easily, jumping by headings under the way I have Firefox set up. Right. Okay. And and that is a great browser, by the way. Um, I would recommend making sure that you have the latest version because I know they've made some changes that have really improved Firefox and. Um, and also the latest version of JAWS 2023, which we just released this, this past week. Um, and I also recommend if you are having difficulty or you need any help checking those settings to email us at training at vispero.com. And Vispero is spelled V as in Victor, I, S as in Sierra, P as in Papa, E-R-O. So that's training at vispero.com. And we'll be happy to help you check for all those things. and. If you're still having, you know, some issues, we can get you to the people who can help you troubleshoot that as well. Right, absolutely. They're always fixing little things on Firefox, and then we're always fixing things on our end. So if you're not up to date, there could be a slight mismatch in fixes. Tony Ballou. All right. Good talking to you guys again. Yep. Um, the website, that the, the email list that you were talking about, I want to write that down and subscribe to it because I have some questions about where we can possibly find funding sources for such projects like web development and accessibility and such, because I'm involved sure. in, a, I'm helping a group of sighted folks with an of the project. And I'm their, I guess, accessibility consultant. And they've been asking me to, and I've been doing research for them on finding ways to make accessible websites and all mm -hmm. these kind of things. And okay finding funding sources because we're very, we're a startup company. Sure. So, um, so Tony, I'm going to interrupt you here real quick. Cause we just we're, we don't have a lot of time here. So I just want to keep people, you know, keep the conversation going here, but you can send an email to web dash access plus the plus sign subscribe at acblists.org. If someone can drop that in chat, that would be probably really helpful too. If someone can do that. It's web dash access. I'm not sure the chat's available on these, Jeff. I don't think don't it think is. So? Okay, no. I didn't know if it was or not. Um, I will also get um, 
Kelly to to send something out on the on the convention list as well. I'm gonna I'll send her an email this afternoon. See if she can send that out. But it's web access plus subscribe at acblist.org. Okay. Doug okay. Powell. Uh, good afternoon. Um, I'm working hey, with um, a, a singing, you know, a, 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 an organization of singers. You know, mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, they're an org, and uh, they have a website, and they uh, started using an overlay. Right, like and, accessibility or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't remember the name of it. Yeah. Uh, okay. And uh, <laughs> my my question is, um, well, first of all, uh, this today has opened up another situation. I don't use Jaws. I have a Mac, so I, I you know, I've got. So I'm wondering yep. about compatibility. Yep. What you know, what 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 should I be sending? That you know, what should I be using uh, that would be compatible with Mac uh, kinds of you know uh, navigation stuff? And that would point out, um, would, first of all, would it point out um, uh, problems with the overlay or would it be, or would they have to turn the overlay off for that, you know, to get, and get back to the basic um, uh, website in order to uh, have like accessibility insights or something like that? Work sure. I well, I, I, I'll, let me just, let me just um, point out here that I don't work on that product team and, and I don't represent them. Um, and I can send an email to Rob and try to get that information to you, Doug. But I, I, my guess here is that it's not going to necessarily check for an overlay necessarily because I think they're probably strictly relying on web standards, right? And just comparing whatever WCAG is suggesting, you know, and, and whatever the guide, the you know, the the WAI guidelines are for for these types of things. Um, as far as Mac. Is concerned, Accessibility Insights is available for Chrome and Edge. So if you're using either Chrome or Edge in on the Mac, um, then you should be able to install that extension and utilize that on the Mac. And for information for the group you're working with, you can send them to, I don't have the URL if somebody could grab that. Uh, it's the overlay fact sheet and it will help them understand why that overlay is not working. Yeah, we'll post that on the web access list, Doug. So I would encourage you to join. Yeah. Okay. I think everybody here cringed as soon as they heard overlay. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's a <laughs> yes. Thing. We did. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh, anyone else have a hand up? Sean. We got about uh, Good two afternoon. minutes. So I was helping someone. Minute. I was helping someone. Can Can I be heard? Yep. Yes, you can. Go ahead, gotcha. Sean. I was helping someone with her with her local transit authority, and they had an alert that was repeating um, like bus route changes so often that she could not uh, she could not purchase her ride tickets because it just kept going on. So, two questions: one, is there anything you can do in Jaws to tell it to stop announcing those alerts when they are so badly coded? And the second part is. <clears throat> what should the what should the person or the the people um, designing that website? What should they be doing so that that alert is at least, you know, not speaking so frequently, or or maybe you know deciding whether that information is important enough that it needs to be spoken automatically. <laughs> Thank you. So the short answer there, and I can provide you more information. We do have some uh, training on this, but there are tools in JAWS that you can use to uh, silence things or, you know, you can use to automatically speak certain things, automatically navigate to certain things. Um, 
it's one of those sites that I would personally want to take a look at and try some of those things before I gave you an exact answer. Um, so, and I know we're limited on time here. So if you could email training at vispero.com and if you're able to give me the, that URL, we'll be happy to take a look at that. If you also um, join the web access list and post the link of the site that you're dealing with, and we're happy to engage there too and see what we can uh, figure out for you. It's, it's, it's hard to tell without actually taking a look at the page and figuring out what they're, what they're doing there. There's a number of ways that that can be implemented and it just depends on exactly what the website owner has done. So we probably right, have time for ahead. one quickie question. Do you think oh, yeah. Jeff? one quickie, if someone one quick, quick, one. quick, quick, yes. Artists. 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 Yes. You mentioned um, uh, calendars. I have it on a couple of sites <clears throat> where the numbers pop up and I don't have a clue what to do um, with them. And so like on my bank site, what I've just been doing is defaulting to the date they put in for a payment, which, you know, sometimes I don't want to pay three weeks early. So that gets kind of annoying. Uh, so I'm not sure um, if it's inaccessible or just that I don't know how to, how to handle that kind of calendar. And then I have it on another site where I'm supposed to put the date in and I've tried all the different ways, 05 slash 13 slash 23 or or put the four days in for the year. And I've tried uh, without the slash, I've tried with dashes and nothing mm -hmm, seems to mm -hmm. work. Uh, so I'm not, I'm at a loss, you know, what, <laughs> what I can sure. do about it. And I'm complaining to Excuse the Excuse me. Yeah. We are at a minute before our time. Okay. okay. Artis, let me just suggest to you, and, I don't, and I'm not trying to, to avoid your question, but because of time, um, join the web access list, and we will take this question on and help you and guide you to Raised the hand 1,500, raised hand. Close. Press CMD plus to open pop you. Raised hand 1,000. All right, we have probably just enough time to number one, thank uh, both Liz and Rachel for a tremendous presentation over the last hour and a half. And uh, if you guys have questions that you didn't get answered, especially as it relates to training, you can certainly send an email to training at vispero.com. Um, and again, let's go back to Jeanette for our closing CE code. I will repeat the closing code twice. Nine, seven, zero, nine, six. Nine, seven, zero, nine, six. Thank you, Jeanette. And we have just enough time to say thank you to all of you who have been with us and uh, stay tuned. And if you have comments and questions, you can also go to that accessibility list that Jeff mentioned as well. Lots of reaction to what we've done thus far. And we thank you all so much for being with us.